Welcome to the Clinical Research Podcast, bringing you the latest developments in research explained by our world-leading clinicians, academics and scientists based in Nottingham. Most of our research heroes have been medics, nurses or managers, but this time it's none of those. John Sweeney used to work at East Midlands Airport, but after surviving an aneurysm a few Christmases ago, he joined NUH. It didn't happen straight away though. In the garden next to the respiratory research unit at City Hospital, where he now cleans, he told me what happened. I woke up early at five o'clock. Uh, it was Boxing Day, so that was pretty rare after a Christmas Day drink. Um, I took my daughter to work and I came home and I just started getting headaches. Uh, I started feeling sick and I said to my wife, it's getting worse, it's getting worse. And I was vomiting and the next thing I can just remember is being in the, the ambulance. So the blue lights were on and it rushed straight through. Uh, I survived the aneurysm while well, the doctor saved my life. Uh, after that, I had to go back for another checkup. When I went back, the doctor unfortunately said that it had grown um, in, after operate, but the, there is risks. One of the risks was a stroke. One of the risks that I might not pull through. So I said, no, I'm not having it. I want to, you know, I'm not having my family look after me, wipe my bum, just look, I didn't want that. Didn't want feeding. So I thought, right, I'll make memories. So I spent loads of time with my family. We went abroad, went to India, went to Goa, went to Italy. You just travelled, you know, travelled around, just making loads of memories and putting smiles on everybody's face. Um, it still worried me that it was there and I could die at any time, but I wasn't bothered. The, the risk was le wasn't as serious as being looked after by my family. I just couldn't face it. I didn't want it. So after two years of doing this, uh, I decided to go to the doctor and say, right, let's, let's get on with it then. You know, I've had my memories. If I pop it, I pop it. I not know about it. So uh, my wife says, oh my gosh, she was so elated. But yeah, why are you so happy? And she says, every time you walked out the front door, John, we were just worried that you'd never come home to us. And that hurt me because I didn't think that. And I think I was a bit selfish by doing what I did but I'm glad uh, I've pulled through and I'm still here to, you know, to tell the story. Do you think that's fed into how you are at work? Uh, most definitely. You, life's too short. You know, I, if I argue, not, not that I do argue, but if you fall out with people, just make up. Life, you know, life's too short. Just get up and just move on. Be positive. And it must mean when there's patients coming through and you see yeah. you can do empathise them with them. Most definitely, that's what brings it home to me. That's why I'll, I'll bend over backwards to comfort them, to make them a cup of tea, just to reassure them that, you know, this is obstacles are where you get mended. You, get, you know, you're not here to die, you come here to get mended. I just met you earlier in the unit yeah. and um, you look like you were saying that's kind of your home. Yes, <laughs> yeah. They're lovely, they really are. They all work very hard, I've noticed that. I've seen the rewards through the trials that they've done and the medication that they give. And I love that environment where everybody's conscientious because we're in the environment where you've got to be conscientious. That must have really shown up during the whole COVID crisis. Without a doubt, they went, I went above and beyond and they went above and beyond me. You know, they had to do, step out their comfort zones, going on wards, asking for people to go on trials and, you know, donning up, putting on loads and loads of PPE, you know, which they've not done before to actually go on the wards where people have got COVID. Did you have to pee pee? Many yeah. times, many times, yes. What did that felt like? That must have felt like something you'd never it was expected to have to do. Out of my comfort zone. 
Uh, it was strange at first, masks and uh, face guards and two pairs of gloves and apron. Yeah, it was very out of the comfort zone, but you just get used to it. How was your interaction then with the patients, I suppose, if you're wearing the PPE? Oh, it was all, I'm, I'm a, hands, I always talk with my hands. Um, it was all hands and I, you know, because they can't see who you are, which is a shame, but you know, you, you can still come across as caring and, you know, always there for them. And that, that, that's just right across the NHS. Everybody's, you know, done really well for this COVID. When it actually comes to your job, yes, <laughs> apart yeah. from just talking to the patients, yes. what were the things that you did around the unit? I sanitised every touch point there was possibly going, uh, deep cleaned every every room that uh, a patient had been in. I do anyway, but you just do that little bit extra. Uh, yeah, that's basically all you know. I can tell you. But just a day's work for me, but it, you know, it was a bit more than that. And how's it looking now? Because you know, as things are starting to get a little bit better. It's, it's, we're still conscious of being COVID, so we're not, not slacking back. We're still taking the precautions, social distancing, wiping touch points, wiping the seats where the patients have been on, just, you know, deep cleaning. Do you, how does it make you feel that you were nominated? I mean, that must have been one of your colleagues, I assume. Uh, I didn't know about being nominated until I actually won the award. So, wow, yeah. And I just say to everybody, I'm just doing my job but I got recognised and it, it's nice. It's nice to be recognised. So what's your plans now? Do you, are you gonna keep doing, keep working here? Is this your? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here for life. Do you know, I, I just love it. It, it. it works around me, you know, my life, my family, my golf, I play golf. Uh, it just works around all that lot. That's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you very much. So that was this episode's Research Hero. You can find more of them by subscribing to this podcast or visiting nuh.nhs.uk forward slash research. Thanks for listening. There are links in the show notes for more information on clinical research in Nottingham and the website is nuh.nhs.uk forward slash research. Our email and social media links are there too. If you want to stay up to date with the Clinical Research Podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, wherever you normally get your podcasts. The more shows are rated and reviewed, the more search engines like them, and the easier it is for people to find us. So if you can subscribe and rate and review us, you'll be doing it for science, not just for our egos. Music